Breaking news. The Russians have announced that they will be uh, uh, forming a gold-backed currency. Uh, Now, I don't know if they're going to announce this next month in August in in South Africa, in uh, Pretoria, but whether they do, you know, in a month or in, in uh, you know, two years' time doesn't change how significant this is. So the BRICS countries, again, that's Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and now you might as well just call it BRICS Plus because you've got 20 countries that want to join. Um, and, you know, we're talking about Saudi Arabia, Iran. I mean, the, Iran has uh, uh, is the second country... Uh, with the largest proven natural gas reserves after Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Iran, both tons of oil. I mean, the 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 value that they bring, not just politically, but in terms of resources to BRICS, is enormous. Uh, Argentina, you know, they they've um, with Brazil, they're working on their own bilateral trade currency. But this is really really big, and it, it's I I've reiterated this, you know, in the, in, in the past. Because it warrants repeating. This is very bad for the dollar. Does that mean we should cry for the dollar? No, because unfortunately, you know, um, the greenback has been weaponized. So this, we're no longer talking about a reserve currency here. This is a weapon. It's a, a tool for killing people uh, with sanctions. Unfortunately, that is what it, it has become. And that's no, you know, it's no one's fault other than uh, Washington's. But... Uh, here's the announcement. This is from the Russian embassy in Kenya. So they, they posted this on the 3rd of July, and they said the BRICS countries are planning to introduce a new trading currency, which will be backed by gold. More and more countries uh, recently expressed their desire to join BRICS. Now, you notice the absence of a timeline, because a lot of people think that, be, you know, due to the summit taking place next month, that it's next month where they're going to announce it. No, not necessarily. Um, here, I'll show you. This is a clip from the Indian uh, foreign minister, which, again, India is a BRICS country. Um, originally, it was BRIC, actually, and then South Africa was added uh, as the latest member. He seems to say otherwise. Listen. Impactful. On what we will discuss at the BRICS meeting, that we'll have to see, because there are many other issues, but there's no idea of a BRICS currency, if I understood your point rightly, that... Currencies, to my mind, will remain very much a national uh, national issue for a long time to come. The impacts your life. On what we will discuss at the BRICS meeting, that we'll have to see because there are many other issues. But there is no idea of a BRICS currency, if I understood your point rightly. That right. So he he says regarding the BRICS summit, there are many other issues they have to discuss. So he's not saying he's not saying outright that this was this will never happen. He seems to be saying, in regards to next month, that um, uh, you know there's no talk of announcing a currency, and for a long time, um, you know they will they will deal with their own uh, local currencies um, for the time being. Just to be very clear, no one no one is talking about something like the euro. Okay, I, I want I want to explain this properly. So this is a trade currency, a trading currency. Okay, so. It, it again. It doesn't mean that it's it's uh insig- you know insignificant because they won't swap the rupee, for example, in India for 
you know, the BRICS currency or the renminbi for the BRICS currency. No, no, no. It's still very significant. But I don't want you to to, to misunderstand and think that, you know, this is something where it, you walk into China or into India or South Africa and you're going to use the same currency uh, to pay for everything. No. Um, this will be something, for example, where oil, um, you know, oil sales are denominated in this currency okay so for example let's just call it bricks um <laughs> the bricks pound okay as a hypothetical name for this trade currency they will denominate uh, uh trade between their countries and others in this currency and then if you want for example you can take that to the shanghai gold exchange and swap it for gold okay that's how it will be gold backed okay let me let me play you this video. It's very important and it's 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 an excellent interview, and um, it was with Simon Hunt, okay, and he explains this very very eloquently. Evolve is obviously a pretty closely guarded secret between uh, the Sherpas of the BRICS Plus, who are organising the meeting in in the end of twenty second to twenty fourth of August. I think that um, there will be a lot of discussion. I think a, a roadmap has been planned. How much is announced will be announced at the BRICS meeting is questionable. It clearly requires an awful lot of um, work to see that whatever is the new currency, uh, how it will work. Um, so we will probably see hints of what they are going to do. Now, the original idea was to link the currency to a basket of commodities that BRICS produces. I think that is, has evolved into whatever is the currency will be convertible into gold. Now, it can either be uh, using the renminbi to be convertible, which actually it is now. Uh, you can um, you can receive renminbi and you can convert the renminbi into gold through the Shanghai Gold Exchange, um, which since its inception has actually had a total of something like 25,000 tons moved through the exchange. An interesting aspect of this is how Russia and China treat uh, their growing trade between the two countries. For instance, Russia is currently having a trade surplus of 23 billion odd dollars. Those dollars are held in a gold convertible account uh, in China's central bank, the PBOC. I suspect without knowing that that will be the template between China and the Gulf countries. What is also happening, as you've mentioned, is that BRICS is using uh, local currencies to settle trade balances. And that's being done through the BRICS uh, bank, which is called the New, New Trade Bank. And they are building a reserve of local currencies, BRICS currencies. For instance, quite recently, they issued uh, in the China bond market $1.2 trillion worth of Panda bonds. So you can see that there's a very um, 
strong chosen path by BRICS to develop a new mechanism which will be against G7 countries. Right. So um, I didn't want to cut him off mid-sentence. Uh, you know, when he says against G7 countries, he doesn't mean that they're going to war with the G7 or something. No, it it just means that in significance, actually, the the BRICS countries, you know, they they account for more global GDP than the G7, and the G7 must be, you know, the big the big uh, the big players. Not really. No, Janet Yellen, who's the head of the Treasury, which is, uh, you know, she's basically the sanctions. Um, you know, Tsar. So she she is in charge of putting sanctions and strangling and murdering people in other countries. Charming woman. She goes to China, and it's so weird because she as soon as she gets up, she starts bowing. I I thought people like her have AIDS when when you occupy an office such as that, that you have aides who tell you the difference between Chinese and Japanese culture. I don't know why she's going around bowing to, to everybody, but it's really embarrassing. Um, in any case, she's asked about this BRICS currency, and look at what she says. from Reuters. Thank you, Madam Secretary. Um, the uh, Russian uh, government has announced that the, uh, it, it will launch a BRICS currency in August, and I wonder if you had a chance to speak with the Chinese about that effort. You've spoken here and in, in other venues about not wanting to see any countries being forced to choose sides. This particular move would create essentially a parallel currency to the U.S. as the world's reserve currency. Can you, you know, come up in your conversations? And you also talked about the um, head of the BOC, the Chinese government has not yet announced that he will be taking place. Is it your understanding that Pan, Pan will take over as central bank governor? Thank you. So on the currency issue, I just want to reiterate what I've said in the past, which is I think the United States can rest assured that the dollar is going to play the dominant role in international uh, transactions, facilitating international transactions, and um, serving as a reserve currency in the years ahead. Um, I don't see that role being threatened by any development, um, including the one one that you've mentioned. Uh, I've said previously and would reiterate that um, because of the role of the dollar and its um, ability to enable us to um, implement sanctions. There certainly is motivation in countries around the world to find an alternative, but um, all the data of which I'm aware shows that the dollar is overwhelmingly close to 90 percent um, used in international transactions. And and I don't think that there is a, an alternative that could possibly displace that for the foreseeable future. Oh, um, well, I, I, I don't know. I will let you know. It's. A I mean, for the foreseeable future, yes, she's correct. Uh, I've told you this a million times before. We're not going to wake up tomorrow morning and you know suddenly the dollar is not is no longer relevant. No, uh, it's. Uh, you know, this is going to take some time, but 
the pace at which these plans and mechanisms are being implemented and coming into, you know, uh, coming to fruition, it's on, it's, you know, it's, it's in turbo mode. It's turbo mode. They are going full speed with this, you know, and the Americans have no one to blame but themselves. Well, I was looking for, um, for this clip of hers and then I came across this drivel, which is so, it, it's so painful to listen to. But I, I, I want to just see if you can keep track of what this, this person is saying. I have no clue who they are, but, uh, they, they seem to really be confused about what BRICS is and, and what this, what this, uh, where this motivation comes from to get off of the dollar. Just the simple story may be that inducting Ukraine into NATO will kick off some big explosions. There's actually some bigger news which could lead to total chaos and something more substantial for you. And that is, my friends, the BRICS currency. Welcome to the future. BRICS gold-backed common currency, a shock to global fiat money system, says economist, as Russia confirms launch in August. BRICS dollars backed by gold, Brazil, Russia, India, China. South Africa, and perhaps containing a few. No, no, no one said this is being launched in August. There is an there is a meeting in August. No one. I I showed you the statement from the Russians. Literally, no one is saying this in August. Also, they're not called dollars. No one knows what it's called yet. But okay, it gets worse. You other countries, including Saudi Arabia, they'll begin trading in a BRICS currency. The U.S. dollar will fall. And when that happens, my friends, I hope you are prepared to own nothing and be as happy as you can possibly be. Because perhaps the big reason why these Western leaders have been trying so hard to make you own nothing and be happy is not because of climate change. It's not because they want you to eat bugs, but because they know there is nothing they can do to stop it. They have failed so utterly. The hope now. Yo, man, it, I'm. Is this a parody or, or what is going on here? Eating bugs? I don't know if this guy is, is doing okay and, you know, it doesn't seem well to me. What, the, what, what does any of this have to do with bricks? Jesus Christ. Why, why do people insist on, like, discussing topics they don't understand? The, uh... I'm really, I really don't know if this is a parody or something. Also, who's who in the West doesn't want you to own things? The entire Western world is based off of capitalism and materialism. It 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 is nothing but materialism the entire time. Uh, of course, they want you to own things. What 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 does this mean? Jesus Christ, is that when the BRICS currency takes over and the U.S. loses its only reason for wealth, military might and the forced petrodollar, your standard of living is going to drop so rapidly and dramatically. You're going to feel it. You'll own nothing. You won't be happy. But they're hoping if they can. Oh, OK. So the so you're going to get a taste of your own medicine is what you're telling me. Ah, Oh, okay. <laughs> Christ. Um, where do we begin with this one?
I mean, that this this idea of not being able to buy or own anything. It's it's not just how people feel in sanctioned countries. It's you can't buy medicine. You know, you're a cancer patient. Sorry, this medicine doesn't exist because uh, you know someone in the State Department and the Treasury want you to. They just want you to suffer for being, you know, be, ha, having the misfortune of randomly being born in Iran or or Syria, you know, or uh, sorry. We can't give you dialysis. The dialysis machine is broken, and sanctions prevent us from buying a replacement part. But yeah, yeah, you know, let's worry about Americans not being able to buy fucking cars or something. You know, this this makes it sound like BRICS is like it's it's some kind of evil you know consortium that's just planning on the demise of the American you know the American dream. Like oh, they just they just want to have a trade currency so they can like you know stick it to to the United States. No, it's the United States that has been screwing countries and stealing their money. The the BRICS countries are making their own trade-based um, uh, and gold-backed currency because the United States stole $300 billion from Russia last year. You don't get to steal $300 billion from Russia and have nobody notice. People... Countries, you know, the ones that actually produce things instead of printing money um, and and borrowing, are running. They are running like the wind to pull their money from foreign banks and especially to get, to to trade in currencies other other than the dollar. That is why the French, Total Energy, they have to make their first sale. Just in in March recently, in in renminbi, they use Chinese yuan. Do you know how big that is? This is the largest uh, energy company that the French have. This is why India is is buying, by the way, more Russian oil than ever before. They're paying in rupees. The Chinese and the Russians, two largest countries in the world, right, in terms of size and and and, and population. They're settling their accounts. They're settling their trade in in uh, rubles and in renminbi. You know why? Because no one trusts the dollar because the United States steals. This woman, Janet Yellen, she stole $300 billion from the Russians. This is money that Russia had put in foreign banks, uh, you know, um, and, and uh, just weaponizing the dollar against people. So... When you steal, when you steal and you weaponize your currency against other uh, nations, especially ones that actually produce things, they will run like the wind and they will find an alternative. This has nothing to do with eating bugs. It's this person okay in the head. I'm really, really concerned. Like, the, why, why do people talk about things they don't understand? This is so immature. It's, it, it's stunning. It's staggering, really. And who the hell cares if America loses its might? America bullies countries. America steals from other countries. This is insane, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's nothing personal. It's just business. <laughs> right? That's what the mob say. It's nothing personal. It's just business. That's what it is with the bricks. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Right? They don't like being stolen from and kicked around and bullied. And, uh, you know, uh, China, for example, they get sanctioned for making good phones. Don't don't talk to me about oh you know the Chinese are are spying on you really. 
You forget what Google and Yahoo and Microsoft and AOL and uh, Facebook, what they do. They don't spy on you. They don't put spyware in your phones and your laptops. Apple, hmm? The only reason they put sanctions on China is because they don't like competition. See, they're capitalists and, and, you know, they want monopoly. Monopoly. That's what it's about. It's screw you. We own big tech. Even when we don't own and produce your stuff. We still want to own it. And, and, and quite literally, you know, Donald Trump said, if you don't sell uh, TikTok to an American company, I will block it. You know, it's like highway robbery. You know, give, give this to me or, or well, I'll just, I'll just kick you out. You're banned, exiled, you know, in terms of apps. <laughs> that, that was really it, right? He said, you sell it to Microsoft or to any American company. Like, he doesn't even care. It just has to be an American company or you're banned from the Play Store and the App Store. I mean, this is, again, this is one of the, the, the lesser sanctions in terms of human impact, you know? If you, if you can't download TikTok, you're not going to die. If you have cancer and you can't, you know, get medicine, yeah, you, you will die. Or uh, if you can't eat, I, you know, I, I think anyone who doesn't understand why the BRICS countries are making their own currency, try, try going without food, you know, like, without eating properly. Uh, I don't know, for a couple of years, you know, try not having fuel for the car. Go ahead. See how long you last. Pakistan uses Chinese yuan to buy cut price oil from Russia. Okay, so not dollars, not dollars, no dollars. No, thank you. The Chinese and, and Russians are not only making an alternative, uh, they're not only settling, you know, uh, their, their uh, sales in, in, in renminbi and uh, in rubles, but they're also making their own alternative to SWIFT. I mean, this is not new. This started already in 2014. You know why? Because in Ukraine, they started with this crap with sanctions on Russia. So already back then, the Russians knew what was coming. I'm, I'm actually shocked. I'm shocked that the Russians, they really believed, like, yeah, our money is safe. Man, I mean... You're supposed to know better than that. You knew they're going to rob you. I mean, you should have known that they're going to rob you. 300 billion. 300 billion. And they wonder, and they wonder why Russia was demanding for, you know, that they pay, that Europeans pay in rubles for the gas. You know why? Because the accounts will be in a Russian bank where the money cannot be stolen. I, I mean, this is the least. This is the least that they could ask for after what happened. Shameless thieves in the treasury and, and, and in Brussels, in, in, in the EU. Shameless, shameless thieves. I've never seen so much money stolen in one go. I mean, this is nuts. I, I, I really, again, I could be wrong here, but I, I, I think this must have been the biggest, biggest amount of, of, of uh, foreign, uh, uh, foreign reserves stolen. By one country from another. I mean, th this is insanity. Really insanity. Just going back, this to, for, for, from Business Insider, right? So, uh, China importing um, $88 billion worth of major commodities, including oil and fuel from Russia in 2022. So that's 52% up in value from 2021. And then if you look also at um, uh, India, so uh, this is... Um, yeah, you can see India is buying so much, it even surpassed um, 
China in terms of seaborne imports. Although it should be noted that China also gets uh, via pipe, uh, you know, I think 800,000 barrels a day via pipeline, if I'm not mistaken, right? And uh, I mean, this is kind of funny with with Nord Stream, which we were just discussing, because they thought that, oh, we'll blow Nord Stream up and then cut, you know, uh, cut into the Russians' revenue and deprive them of revenue. Can you read a map, you goddamn morons? The Russians, largest country on earth, they have China next door, India, you know, uh, all, all of these Asian countries, just a stone's throw away, that are more than happy to buy all of their uh, gas and oil. They don't need you. <laughs> oh, God. So, you know, I, I find this entire chapter fascinating. I know some people, you know, they, they think the Ukraine war is happening in the battlefield and it's all, you know, it's all about what town and village was taken. This is irrelevant compared to this. Irrelevant. This stuff, the, the uh, alternative to SWIFT, right? The uh, gold-backed currency, the increase in, in uh, uh, trade, bilateral trade between China and Russia, India and Russia, this is colossal. These are things that actually matter, that you can also quantify and measure. These things are colossal. And by the way, another thing you can quantify and measure, more and more countries are getting rid of their dollars. We were talking about foreign currency reserves, right? So if, you, if you're um, Russia, you're, you're going to have your reserves, hopefully, you know, diversified. You'll have some in pounds, British pounds, in sterling. You'll have some in euros, rubles, uh, renminbi, rupees. Although the Russians, I think they said, are billions of rupees right now. Don't know what to do with them just yet. Yet. They'll find something. And then, of course, dollars, right? Uh, that's the mistake the Russians made. And people are looking at that and, and running you know, running a mile in the other direction, or I should say maybe <laughs> hundreds of kilometers in the other direction. Because they, they know that if they just piss off the wrong person in the United States or in, in, in EU, that their their money is just going to vanish like that? No one is going to stand for that. Yeah, a, a single person wouldn't accept this, never mind a country. You you are not playing, you you know, with some country you can just push around. These days of, of screwing others around, it's gone too far. And I always used to joke and say this to myself, like one day the United States are going to, they're going to sanction so many people that they will sanction themselves. And it, it literally happened. You know, it's like blowback in many directions. I know it's easy to see the blowback from sanctions in higher gas prices, you know, and uh, tell me right now in the comments, because I've asked you guys before, I want a little update from you, right? Tell me how much gas is, um, or, or petrol around your end. Um, I mean, about a year ago, some of you were telling me $7 in California, uh, for a gallon, you know, um, tell me right now how much, how much it is. But my point is that you can see these sanctions blowing up in America's face or the EU's face, uh, with with um, higher uh, cost of living and also inflation. One of the other ways that you don't see it, but which is very important, is uh, like this: when when you know c countries are getting rid of of their dollars and diversifying uh, not just their foreign currency reserves, but also their trade, right? Their bilateral trade. So you're telling me, um, one of you said 550 in California. Uh, Sean said 1.4 per liter in Calgary in Canada. Um, okay, so that was 
Okay, Northern Virginia, three thirty a gallon. <laughs> Subit says zero point. So ten cents, ten cents in Iran. That's not a joke, by the way. This is real. It's that cheap in Iran. It's amazing. Huh? Now, and and you wonder, you wonder why, you wonder why they hate Iran. They hate Iran because Iran put an end to uh, the looting and the the theft of its oil. So this started in Abadan in 1909. So British uh, Petroleum started building the first uh, pipes and then the the refinery. And then they actually, they wanted to blow it up or sabotage it before leaving, before being kicked out. But um, uh, then, of course, they came back with the Shah. Anyway, uh, Cordy says 30 cents per gallon in Iran. Wow, it is wow, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it's uh, some someone's ten cents, right? So, Rockin from Houston in Texas says two seventy eight. Um, one of you said one point four pounds in uh, per liter in Glasgow. It's doing better than last year. It's doing better. You know, th- this is a huge, huge update about about the BRICS uh, uh, gold backed currency and 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 just the the fact that it's gold backed. I mean, you know, the United States uh, with, with Bretton Woods. 1945 you know this is you you really have to understand um what happened at the end of world war ii yes the nazis were defeated well not the ones in ukraine apparently but the nazis were defeated wonderful but after that at the same time even even you know before um victory in in europe was achieved you had a group of people the capitalists in Washington and London already planning a a, a new architecture for the planet, for the world. Now, uh, you know, to say that they they were well intentioned is yeah. I mean, that that's a joke. You know, um, just because they're not Nazis doesn't mean they're necessarily nice people. What they did is they is they. You know they had the dollar pegged to the to the gold standard, and that was until you know Nixon and the and then the the uh, I I almost said Petro Huan. It's coming very soon. I meant Petro Dollar, and uh, you know um, the thing is the United States weaponized this, right? So I mean the, the United States can peg the dollar to to uh, to acorns for all I care. The thing is that they weaponize the dollar against other people, right? So when you're using that to starve people, um, and and remember with sanctions, they make you think like, oh, sanctions, they're, you know, right now, Assad cannot buy another swimming pool or something or a chandelier because he's sanctioned, you know? that That is ridiculous. The leaders, political leaders, uh, especially heads of state in other countries, they are more or less insulated from sanctions. Their standard of living does not drop because they are sanctioned. Their people's standard of living does. And then the hope, the mentality behind this is that, well, if we make people angry and tired and starve uh, you, you know, enough in, the, in this country, then they will rise up and get rid of that leader for us. And it never works. I mean, show me one example where this worked. It doesn't work. They sanctioned Iraq, uh, and that was approved by the UN, which is disgusting, you know, uh, because they should, you know, we we should expect better from from the UN. The the sanctions 
But again, it was a U.S.-led effort, of course, right? Sanctions in the 1990s. 500,000 Iraqi children killed. Um, I don't even know what the number is for the adults because it's 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 just, I mean, you know, I think I think the first figure speaks for itself. Uh, are you going to tell me those children were supporters or you know members of Saddam Hussein's entourage or some shit? You know, the 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 crap that they come up with. Uh, and and he remained in power, by the way. So you know, it's not like um, it achieved anything. These are things you can quantify, you can uh, measure, you can, uh, you know, you can study as fact, as fact, that just like cluster bombs, sanctions, kill and hurt civilians more than anyone. This is, this is an indisputable fact. Um, nothing, nothing anyone says can change that. And people have had enough. It's, it's really that, uh, that simple. I, I think they should have had had enough a long time ago it shouldn't have taken you know for the united states to steal 300 billion from the russians for them to like suddenly wake up but um again it it, it it's a process that started before but it, this was just simply the last straw i think you know i think uh that's it and uh at least at least in the case of BRICS, these countries produce something the united states does not produce anything you know uh, uh the united states likes to give handouts so it can control other countries like Egypt, you know, it likes to control their food uh, with, uh, and they they call it aid. No, it's, it's, it's a stick, you know, that they hold over, over people. But um, compared to Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, Saudi Arabia, Iran, Argentina, what does the United States produce? I, I mean, the, the African continent dwarves Europe and and uh, the United States, uh, Iran and Russia's gas and oil supplies, Venezuela's um, a supply of oil dwarfs, uh, um, you know what what the Europeans and Americans have. It, the the only control that America has achieved through the dollar is through screwing around, you know, through manipulation. And uh, as I said, this was an architecture that was planned right at the end of World War II with Bretton Woods. Uh, although, again, they, it, 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 these people knew that they were going to take control, and it's disgusting that they used the victory in Europe as the means to do that, because this should have ushered in something, you know, of a better age. Instead, you have Cold War, and then, uh, you know, Iraq, Iraq again, uh, Syria, Libya, and then meanwhile, everything is happening in Palestine. It, you know, it's an abusive system. That It has to go. That's it. 